four, three, two, one. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Paul here, realestatepodcastshow.com. I've been talking to a lot of you guys this week, behind the scenes, through email, through text, and trying to give you all the best insights I can based on some news that you've read, which is very often how a lot of our conversations start. Could be from Twitter, could be from Facebook, through a group that we're in together. Um, And we start talking about different things. And one of those right now that a lot of you are concerned about is the idea of a recession. Uh, possibly coming in 2023. Um, The best way for me to structure this discussion is to just assume that we already are there. By the time it's being talked about in the news, it usually means it's already started. So assume that we're already in that position right now. And if it has not become uh, a full-blown 90s version of a real estate recession, then you have to consider what we're in right now as the buffer zone. So you're talking about July, August, September as the time to get yourself in order and put your house into its safest position. And by that, I mean in every respect, not just for your real estate holdings uh, and your portfolio. You know what you're going to keep for the next five or 10 years. You know what you need to sell in the next five or 10 years. So making those decisions now, as I said in previous podcasts, is that no one can say for sure if there was going to be, or no one could have predicted that there was going to be a 10 year decline in the nineties. So, and even if they did, some, some people would not have believed you if you said that. So assuming you're, you're going to hear that right now, you're going to probably hear a lot worse. So my suggestion, looking back and having studied the markets during that time. And of course it was a different time. Interest rates were much higher, but interest rates are getting high right now. So as you can tell, there seems to be some correlation with what was happening before and what could happen again. And it's been a long time for Toronto GTA for a significant reduction um, in, uh, in real estate activity. It's been a pretty much an uphill for the last 20, almost um, I'd say, yeah, so, so basically 20 years has been going up, uh, maybe even longer than that, some would say. So here is my survival, my, my recession-proof survival kit for 2022 um, and basically for the next few years. So what you want to do is do a reverse engineer situation. So what I mean by a reverse engineer situation is you want to look at where you hope to be in the next five years and put yourself there as soon as you can. So in terms of where you want it to be in terms of your finances, I would like for you to have yourself in a position where you have enough, not just for the usual six months or a year or stuff like that, I'd like you to think aggressively and actually be able to figure out what are your expenses right now every month and be able to put as close to five years of that away as possible. I, get, I, I, I understand and you're probably already emailing me as, 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 I, as I record this saying, are you crazy? How am I going to do that? Well, it's never going to be an easy thing to do, but it is something that can be done. And having helped many clients 
through difficult times and turbulent markets. That is one of the secrets that has helped many get through that is to figure out what it is that you need for the next few years and try to estimate what you're going to need for that long and put yourself in a position where you're insulated, where you're not going to have to make decisions based on the fact that you weren't prepared for something bad happening. Now, when it comes to the real estate element of the recession, this is where it gets a little bit more complicated. So what I'd like for you to do is really sit down today and think about what it is that you want from your real estate holdings. And even if it's not going to be the perfect scenario, and it's never going to be this way, you're never going to time the market right. Believe me, I haven't been able to do it. You're not going to be able to do it. So if you feel like you have gained an X amount of equity, or if you've been in a position where you've been thinking about selling anyways in the next few years, I would look at the next three months, the, the month we're in, July, August, September, I would look at the this quarter, this is Q3 of the year. This is essentially the final busy quarter of the year, traditionally speaking, you know, by the time it gets to the October, November, December range, things do tend to slow down. They haven't been that way in the last little while, but things might go back to that soon. So if you're thinking about making your move, you're going to want to do that now, not just because of the fact that we're in the last sort of big selling quarter of the year, but there's also a lot of qualified buyers that are still out there. They're still looking there. They were um, qualified in the spring and, and in the summer, and they haven't found that right place for a lot of people in the position where they can buy whenever they want. These are people that might be choosing to just continue renting for a while until they see something that really speaks to them, something they connect with. And that's where my specialty is. So my job is making sure that all those stories, and I was just having one earlier today with another um, possible client and talking about all the amazing stories of that property and of that person and realizing that none of those stories is out there right now for this property. So it's kind of frightening to assume that there are probably hundreds of you, maybe thousands of you that have that same situation where the story that attracted you to that property is nowhere to be found. There's no mention of it in the listing. There's the, the agent never even asked you about what made you fall in love with the property, which again, frightens me on such a level because that tells me that this is purely a transaction for them. It's not anything to do with building a relationship and having something continue beyond the transaction. Because if there's not a, an attempt made to create some sort of a bond, to find out what the person's story is and to figure out how how do I find that buyer that was connected to the property? How do I find someone similar to that homeowner that is going to be the next uh, one to be attracted to that property? If you don't do, if you are not doing that right now, if you're missing that element, you are missing out on potentially hundreds of thousands, in some cases, millions of dollars. You're leaving that off the table because there is no denying this is an absolute 100% scientific fact is that no one will ever buy a house unless there's an emotional connection followed by a logical decision. 
no one's going to look at a house that they're going to live in with themselves, their family, their wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, whoever, and see a future there without some degree of emotional contact. There's something that has to happen. There's some sort of a release of dopamine. Something has to be, um, something has to happen for that moment to, to, to tell you, to tell them that that's the, pra- that's the place for them. And once they find that place and they realize that there is nothing better than that place, like they can, they, they literally cannot live without that home. That's the moment where the buying decision begins. And sometimes it's done on a budget. And in some cases, if it's a certain type of buyer, their budget is, is beyond, you know, twice, maybe the value of your home. So they're, they're ready to pay exactly what you're asking. So if you're able to create that scenario, you are going to be able to be recession proof, but it's not going to be something you can do in a lazy way. It cannot just be done as another listing on the market with a bunch of features and absolutely no mention of benefits. That's another huge, huge error I see in listings is the absolute um, disregard of the fact that no one cares if there's three bedrooms, two bathrooms, and a backyard. Every house has that. What are the benefits of living in there, in that property? What is it about that property? What have you done? What makes that kitchen the one that you want to be having your breakfast at on Saturday mornings with your family? You can smell the bacon. You can smell the eggs. You can see yourself sitting in that living room after a, a great meal, after a long week, reading your book in front of the fireplace, having, you know, having your kids enjoy the basement in the backyard and the parks. There's very little of that mentioned in listings. And that is the huge, huge failure that's happening in real estate that I'm trying to correct on this podcast as a result of being this, of of hosting this podcast show. So I really hope this was helpful today. And I really want to make sure I keep you guys in the safest positions possible. So if you want to find out more about those tips, and there's there's a lot more to know. um, But again, working with me directly will give you absolute protection and access to those um, tips and the reports that you'll need to have right now to keep you in the safest possible position moving forward. Thanks for listening.